We are back with another episode of the Black Box Podcast. I'm your host, John. And I'm your host, Ahmed. And today we're going to talk about a topic that's very relevant to the both of us, or at least, I guess, was very relevant at some point in the very near in past. Year. In this year. This yeah. Past year. Um, so the job search process, right? We're super excited to uh, announce on Black Box that we have our first advertisement. And it is with our very own podcasting platform, Zencaster, which is what we've been using since day one to record remotely with our guests. Uh, and they've become a new sponsor for the show. So tune in, check out the podcast discount link in our show notes, and stay tuned to hear more about why we love Zencaster. I feel like it is rigorous to say the least. Um, and it's, it was difficult for both of us to go through it and do all of that while, while still carrying your current job. Cause like you don't want to leave and not have a job. So you need to, like, you want to, you got to multitask a little bit, but, and we were balancing school at the same time. So yeah. Yeah. Well, I entered a job interview process in August of 2021 and then around November, December of 2021, you entered around March and you just, I mean, I, I do, I entered as early as December, 2021. I, I applied to like my first job at Google and I was like, and then I was like, yo, I can only apply to three a month. So I got to like make it count. Right. So I applied every month and it was getting nothing. And then I started applying to other companies around like February, March. Are and I was, other similar names to Google or just do any, I do. I applied to Nike. I applied to Chanel. I apl- still big name brands. Like I, tr- I tried to, and I also applied to companies that I don't even remember the name of. I saw a chief marketing officer position and they wanted like three years of experience. And I don't have three years. I have about two years of experience. I was like, Yo, maybe like CMO, I, like yeah, chief marketing officer. Yeah, I was like, yo, maybe I could do this. I was like, this is definitely something in someone's garage what or something. What if you pulled it off? What if you just did it though? That would have been, yeah, no. That, that I, thought, I, I applied because it was like an easy one-click apply. I was like, yo, this this can't. LinkedIn hurt. changed the game with the easy apply. Yeah. Wait, so how many times did you say that you got rejected from the total and I guess Google specifically? I would say I got probably like... 10 to 15 rejections from Google and uh, or actually maybe fewer, but like maybe it was five to 10 and I got overall from other companies like 30 or 40 rejections. So it was, yeah, I got so many actually. I mean, the thing is I didn't even interview with these, with these uh, other companies. It was just like, you're, yeah, we're not interested. We don't want to proceed with the so process. So at, at least, at least I didn't have to go through the interview process multiple times. But like, once I finally did get to an interview, right? I finally got that email that every everyone's like wishing for. Uh, it was for the position that I just accepted. Yeah, I guess last. I was going to say, do you want to come yeah. clean about it? <laughs> yeah. So, um, I'm very like happy about this. Uh. I really wanted to work at Google and I was very fixated on Google and I'm like looking forward to starting a job in California where I have to 
move my life, which will be difficult. But we will, we will, we will figure this out. Oh yeah, we'll be fine. No worries about the black box. But yeah, big moves, bro. Yeah, big moves. Congratulations! And he's been saying this for a while, but it's glad. It's I am happy to see it come to fruition. And shout out, you shout out to you and Luna and like Moose and all the people in my life that even I do. I was I did not think I was gonna get through each round, and you guys were like, "Nah, you got this. You got this." And yeah. that that honestly, that encouragement does help. So I feel like that's 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 shout out to the real ones. Yeah, you need that, bro. That's how you get through things like that. But yeah, so wait, you want to just talk quickly about what you'll be doing, or must as much as you know about what you'll be doing? You can say your position name. Yeah, there. I could say like a little bit about it. So I'll be a partner experience specialist, and um, I was do the qualifications were like two years of project management and some other stuff, and but it's like it was like general enough where my even my experience in a completely different industry i work i i'm working right now at estee lauder and makeup as an engineer like has nothing to do with tech i, I was like, like you yo, learn those you learn those skills just in different ways so i feel like you know yeah so i was like yo i have project management experience i did like yeah like some stuff like you know did some cooking at the in the yeah. shop and uh well you manage programs so you did yeah it's just a little bit different in what you call it and what exactly you're doing, but the skills that you pick up along the way, that's what I meant. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's good. I don't know, dude, I'm excited. You want maybe like a little, de- I'll give like a little yeah, description. You can talk about your process. And I want to hear about, uh, Let, let's about your experience. Yeah, exactly. Too. So you talk a little bit about yours and then I'll say what's like different and the same about mine. Okay um or like also talk about were you interviewing with multiple positions during the time was it only this one that you were interviewing with like uh, all right so um when i got the first interview i it was like an email or it was an email from a recruiter saying he would like to have a call with a 30 minute call and he was like don't worry about it it's it's gonna it's like a casual thing yeah and the first one's nothing crazy and so that was my first interview and I interviewed with a recruiter and he was act like he was so like amazing in terms of like, like the being that like support network throughout the process, like something I did. And I feel like I would highly recommend just, I don't know, just to show appreciation is to uh, like, I wasn't allowed to email my interviewers, right? They didn't share their emails with me. But, like, I would ask my recruiter to, like, send a note over, like, and I would send them, like, some nice little, basically an email. appreciate the combo. Yeah. This this part. And I feel like, I think that's a common thing that people do, but um, highly recommend it, it, bro. Um, Yeah, I tend to do that, too. Yeah. So, after that, um, at the same time, I got, like, a, I got an interview offer from Amex, through like Ziad's referral, shout out Ziad. Ziad. And uh, so like I, <laughs> so I, uh, I interviewed for it and like the, I thought, I thought it went well and I never heard back. And then I got an, another interview at MX and it was like, uh, it was for a product manager position. I was like, yeah, I, I'm gonna go, I'm a, I'll go for it, but I do not. Personally, I did not think that I was qualified to do the job. Gotcha. But I was like, if I get it, I'll figure it out. But uh, yeah, no, I, 
I didn't hear anything from both of yeah. those posi- from both of those positions. And, and uh, for the positions you were applying to for Google, were those that you thought you had good experience in, or you were also some of them? They were like Hail Marys. Um, I was I was applying for any job that my my qualifications would meet. Gotcha. And I was willing to do any. I was honestly, I was I was willing to do any kind of position, like work in in engineering or a product or. Honestly, there I didn't see too many product jobs, but um, it was like, uh, let's see, like a lot of I applied to a lot of program manager jobs and like uh, I don't know, and a business analyst. Like I, I was willing to do whatever. Yeah, yeah. And uh, both sides of the spectrum. Honestly, right? dude, the job description I got and like it, it's like a lot of communication with like external partners, stuff like that. I feel like. I, I look forward to doing that kind of work. So That's awesome. I think it it's going to be a really good fit. Podcasting remotely can be challenging, but with Zencaster, the product that we use to record our episodes, it doesn't really have to be. Zencaster's all-in-one web-based solution makes the process pretty quick and painless, which is, you know, the way we really want it to be. If you've been listening to the Black Box for a while now, you know that we constantly talk about how we want to bring the best quality and the best content for our listeners, you guys. And with Zencaster, they provide crystal clear sound and gorgeous HD video for us as we record our episodes with our guests. Uh, Not to mention it's easy to use. That's why we really like it because instead of having to coach, you know, guests on how to set up a podcast if they haven't been on one before, we basically just say show up with a mic and a, a computer and you're good to go with Zencaster. Zencaster is all about making your podcast experience easy and with everything from local recording to automatic post-production tools if you want to use those uh you don't even have to leave your browser to get the entire episode done if you go to zen.ai slash black box and enter our promo code black box you'll get 30 percent off on your first three months of zencaster pro that's zen.ai slash black box b-l-a-c-k-b-o-x it's time to share your story but yeah, yeah so I, during like at the same time as the uh as uh, Amex, like, interviews and stuff, I was still interviewing with that one position from Google. And I had, like, I had an interview with, uh, with like, a few different people in the organization. And, like, every every time I was, like, I was, like, yo, like, this is big. Like, this is, this. Like, I'm getting close I, to Google, bro. Yeah, I was, like, I, honestly, I, I was, I was excited. But there was also, like, so much, like, like, anxiousness but like the moment i started it was okay for except for one of them this is this is also i feel like a good lesson i learned during this i got i do i was like i was fasting for ramadan and i my mouth started getting dry when i was interviewing i started getting so nervous and stuff and then i was i i explained the situation to my interviewer and he was and he was like, if you want, you could like take a few minutes or whatever. And I was like, you know what? I think I'm good. And then for the rest of the interview was completely like, I think I did my, my best. But for that, I was like, dude, oh my God. I was like, I just, I just messed it up. Some, I just, sometimes just it, it happens. There was, and, and you, it, and you know, the next day they were like, we want to bring you back for the next round. I was like. I think the I fact like, that they what? were able to see you be flustered and uncomfortable and then just pull yourself together and like perform when you needed to and interview well, like that's way more impressive than anything. You know what Honest, I mean? That's dude, crazy. honestly, I think I... It's hard may, to come back from that. Like, honest, I 
the fasting was hard, but I think I may have gotten some sympathy for just mentioning it. Yeah, yeah. But honestly, the guy was that guy is dope just for like giving me that second chance. So I, I respect that man already. But uh, everyone deserves a second chance, and they it rightfully so. I mean, for you, they're also lucky to have you. Yeah, and I I I ended up getting my my offer the morning of. Eid, which is like the most main Muslim day, yeah. holiday, and I was like, "Damn, I, I just do that. I just like prayed a few times, and I haven't prayed in a while. So I was like, dude, maybe maybe God's like maybe God's right there.' <laughs> Alhamdulillah. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess I could compare mine a little. Yeah, bit, I want to hear about yours. Yeah, no, I was gonna say before about the getting nervous thing. Like sometimes it just happens. Like sometimes you know the nerves build up a little too much before the interview. And then you, the way the first question or so was asked and then it doesn't go the right way. And then all of a sudden you find yourself in a spot where you're like tripping over what's going on in your brain. Yeah. There was one time around the time that I was going through the interview process for my new position. I had a random video chat. And for some reason I was going to th- I thought that it was no cameras and then everyone else had their camera on and I was not prepared so like I got really flustered, had to like change my shirt and everything and I was fine. But then just like doing all that before, then when it came time for me to introduce myself, like it just didn't come out like smoothly. It was like awkward. And then after that, you're like, oh, I just, like, <laughs> I just shit the bed here. But yeah, I mean, my interview process, I started looking seriously probably around like uh, December, first, second week of December. Then I started my interview process, I think the week after Christmas, I actually did six rounds, I believe, but it wasn't six rounds. It was just six different interviews, but each one, it, they were on different days. So I would technically consider that a round, uh, but it, it's a startup. So I was meeting like the leaders of the company more or less like gotcha, gotcha. CTO and directors and team leads. Mm-hmm. So they just wanted to get a feel for how I was doing and. Or for what I knew, at least. Because I was changing, like, you from one industry in one space to another. Mm-hmm. I went from aerospace and defense to now in e-commerce and alcohol sales. Yeah. So, but it's also, like, web development, more or less. And yeah. e-commerce platform. So, all that stuff is a new type of engineering software development. So, a new set of skills. They basically trusted that which they're doing for you that the skills you got from your other position, you can carry over to this one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think for that one, honestly, it's, I saw a lot of success in this interview one, because it was like a very laid back and chill environment. Yeah. They immediately approached it friendly and they didn't try to be like serious or too formal. Cause then it same, gets weird. Same. I like that. And the- they wanted to have a personable conversation. They really just wanted to get to know me and see what I knew through like small talk. Yeah. And, uh, did you have like, did it seem like they were asking you questions and then you had to give an answer or was yeah, it but more I, casual than that? It was a little bit more casual than that because you know, sometimes when I get talking, I'll ask a lot of questions. I'm just, that's how I learn things. Mm-hmm. So when I get into the zone, if I get comfortable in an interview, then I'll start asking questions too. And then I can almost drive the conversation a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or at least to a point that I feel comfortable. Like I don't feel like I'm 
Yeah, no, getting, I, getting I, like grilled. And dude, when I was like preparing for like pr- doing all the prep and stuff, because I feel like that's a that's also a big yeah. part of the interview process is you want to be as prepared as possible, right? Yeah. And dude, shout out to Jeff H. Sipe or Jeff H. Sipes, I, th- I believe his YouTube channel was so, so useful for this for this process for google, me the whole process for google and the thing he was like, a like pre- he was previously a recruiter there so like he would prepare you for the types of questions that they ask and explain the process and stuff and it was it was honestly How to answer so them useful too, right? yeah and strategies to answer frameworks and stuff dude it was it was nice i enjoyed mine because it was like i did just like the fact that the conversations went well and it didn't seem too forced and it didn't seem like too much of an interrogation. I don't yeah. know. How did, how did yours go? Like, did you feel, were yours more like question and answer or was it conversational? Um, I feel like it was, it was very casual, friendly, welcoming, that kind of stuff, but it was like question answer. And then I, I mean like with my answers, I would also, I would also like deviate and stuff and talk about other things. Yeah. And maybe we would talk about that for a little bit. So like, I did try to make it somewhat conversational. Yeah. Like when you, when you are able to evoke like an actual emotion that would just make somebody talk, even though you were talking, I yeah. feel like is, is very, it's very good. And it's also because of how welcoming the environment is. Right. Yeah. Like if some, if someone shows up in a suit, I feel like it's so much more intimidating. Like my interviewers were wearing t-shirts. t-shirts. Yeah. One dude, one the dude, the guy who was with me, who interviewed me when I had uh, that round that I was like melting on, he pulled up with like like he his beard was so crisp, <laughs> so crisp, and he had like a nice bomber jacket on. I was like, I'm intimidated by this. I was man. like, dude, this, this dude, this dude is like on top of his game, dude. The beard was was crisp. But I think we should also kind of touch on the like the whole job market as a whole right now, like how it's changed from when we were in college and becoming interns and graduating where it was like, you got to fight to get a job. Like you got to, I mean, it's still tough to get a job like entry level, but once you have that one, two years experience, I feel like all of our friends have just like moved to a better position because we, we use it as leverage. And a lot of people are doing that. A lot of people are changing, getting pay raises also because most companies don't, haven't given raises in accordance with inflation or whatever. I feel like I feel Magic like that, that has a lot to do with how do I we we hear about this so much from older people that we work with. It's like you young people, like you you stay at a company for like two to or like three to five years, and, well, you were and then you what, just someone leave. At your job said what? Yeah, dude. Like people would approach me and just like talk to me about how people would just come and it was like, they were like in and out. Right. And they're like, yeah, they're just here to get a little bit of experience and then they leave. I just need to make one point And then I don't like, I don't know what, what else to say other than if companies can drop you whenever they want and whenever they need to supposedly, even though you built this long family type relationship with them, then why do you have to stay and, stick to the same job your entire life like why can't you just go when you want you don't have to stay somewhere if you're not happy yeah and why not at a young age if we can make changes and move and take risks and try new things we should be doing that now and testing out a few new jobs like 
I feel like oh my gosh, my I would be I would be willing to stay in a single company for an ex- very for an extended period of time. Yeah, if, like I love my company now. I don't want to go anywhere else until I become unhappy or things aren't working out. Yeah, yeah. I honestly, but I I hope that for like for you and for everyone listening to, I feel like if your job allows you to do whatever you want and is they treat you well, they pay you well and all of that. There is nothing wrong with staying at a single company for a long time. I feel like that there's also like a benefits in that. If, if you're able to get opportunities and do what exactly what you want to do and learn and you feel like you're growing and you're engaged, like if, yeah. when, once you're engaged to a certain extent, then, that that engagement is from yourself so that gives you the motivation to like show up to work every day and be happy and want to contribute yeah but once you lose that it's a little bit hard and we had that conversation with joe in a previous podcast yeah yeah when when you become complacent in in your job or in anything i feel like it takes so much effort to like pick yourself up out of it inertia the law of inertia because of because of how difficult the interview process is and the application yep. process and all of that. Well, yeah, it's hard to get going again, but like I you, feel like also some people have figured out a way with the interview process to make it as easy as possible. Like with LinkedIn, easy applying, having different type of resumes already laid out and yeah, you know, being organized and being prepared. And I just wanted to reiterate one more time that this episode was made with Zencaster and check out our coupon code below if you're interested to utilize their tools. I felt like, excuse me, the application process wasn't that bad. I was able to apply to like a couple hundred jobs. I probably got 50 rejections, uh, five interviews, and then two two final rounds, I guess. But then I accepted one. And the other process back in the day was just like one interview with one company because they reached out. Otherwise, I wasn't really applying. Got you. And that's usually how it is. People get like intimidated by getting all these rejections. That's just how it is. Like it's a, it's a numbers game. <laughs> yeah. It's all a computer algorithm checking for the keywords in your resume, looking for certain things. The, 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 the email you get that says, sorry, we're not interested. That's an automated email. So someone might've not even ever touched your resume or looked at it with their eyes. Sometimes you just get through the, that algorithm is looking for those keywords you get in. And then usually after that, if you have the credentials, then you can like secure an interview. And I feel like, I feel like the re- rejection is just part, yeah, like you said, it's just part of the game, basically. But um, no, when, when you, just opportunity some, that something that you, like you, sometimes you, f- like I even fail to remember is that there are p- other people that are probably just as qualified as you or more qualified than you that are also applying to the same job. Oh, yeah. So like getting getting rejected, it's not like you're not, you're not good enough. It's like, you're not exactly who we're looking for. Right. Oh yeah. And for my position too, they were looking for someone with three to four years experience in like SQL, like web applications, API, AWS, everything. I never had any experience in any of that. They took a chance on me. So I also appreciate that. And I think I've been able to provide some value like while learning so much at once, I'm still able to provide value to them and like alleviate this, the developers from doing like, easier things yeah so i feel like while i'm still you know making things easier i do want to stay there until i get to a point where i feel like i'm you know do you 
I, I, it's all for me. Like I, it's all, yeah. You know, I, I want to, I want to help, but I need to do it to an extent that like, I feel like I'm contributing enough. And yeah. Do you think that, uh, between your interview rounds, did you feel like after every one, there was like a question if you were going to get the next round or were they all pre-scheduled or something? Um, no, no, it was always one after the other, but, or maybe after the first round, two of them were scheduled, but then after that, it was one after another. Gotcha. Um, it was over like two and a half weeks. Honestly, I just applied to that position because it looked interesting and I liked the space because it was just new and it was a startup and yeah, I feel like that's where I want to be right now. Um, but I was just going through the, through the flow. Like I had the first interview, it went well. I didn't know really what was going to come out of it. I ended up getting reached out to again. Then I met with the director. We had a really good conversation. He made it seem like we were moving through to the next process. So that one I wasn't too worried about. Um, then I met with the CTO. I think that was probably the best interview I've ever had. Mm-hmm. I think I really did really well. So I was happy with that. That's good. He was really happy. So that one, I wasn't worried. Then at that point I started to think, you know, if the director and CTO like me and are in support of me, then as long as I, you know, get along with everybody else and like can make it work with them, I guess. Yeah. Uh, then I'd be okay with securing the position and that's how it ended up working out. So it was good. It wasn't too much stress and that's why I really enjoyed it, but not all interviews are like that. And sometimes you, if it's a job you really want, you have to go through an interview process. That's maybe not your favorite. Yeah. But if the interview process is a red flag, then that's also a red flag. <laughs> you know, I would I would say I was I was happy with my interview process. Like now, like looking back, right? Oh, it's always easier to say that when you're looking back because, like, it's a story of you making it, right? Yeah. And uh, I guess I I feel I feel like one thing is that you f- you f- you get like that sense of self accomplishment afterwards, and it just you you just feel good, right? And I feel like it's, it's always exciting to start a new job. And because you you did something for yourself and like to put yourself in a better position. So yeah, yeah it's going to give you a sense of self-accomplishment. Yeah. Uh, I guess if you had one tip or piece of advice that you could share with a lot of our listeners are, you know, around college age or just before college age or right after college, yeah. but people are still att- going back to, to school. What's one piece of advice you'd have for like interviews just uh, getting the job you want and like getting through that process while also working. Okay. I, I, I would talk about interview prep. Um, YouTube is so, so useful for the, I, the reason I love YouTube so much is because you could find the answer to almost any problem because whatever problem you've had, somebody else has probably had. So like you have a difficult interview coming up, and you want to find resources about it, like if it's like a specific type of job or a title that you're going for, or if it's the, the company that you're going for, there's probably somebody who's made YouTube videos about the interview process and how to prepare for it and like what you should be expecting and stuff like that. And that, that helped me so much just being like, if it made me feel more comfortable knowing what I was going into. So right? you think just, utilize your resources effectively yeah yeah and that youtube is a good resource and i feel like there are also books like i know Z- ziad is a product manager right and he has a book that he actually 
let me bo- let me borrow and he told me to give it back to me when you when you get a job and I need to give it back to him. So, yeah. But it was like like all what it was like something about the PM interview, right? Yeah. Like how to crack cracking it. the PM interview. Yeah. yeah, the cracking the coding interview too. And that was that was useful for me. I mean, I didn't end up getting the job, but it was still a good resource and I feel like I learned things from reading it that helped me in the my other interviews that were unrelated right yeah um one question i have for you how old were your interviewers like in range and stuff okay i think my first interview who was with the the original recruiter Mm -hmm. i think he was probably either late 20s early 30s Mm -hmm. then my director I'm not entirely sure. I think he's like 40s. Gotcha. Late 30s, early 40s, mid 40s. Uh, CTO, I think, was in his 30s. Um, everyone else was pretty much in their 30s or late 20s. It was like, it's definitely a younger company. Yeah, I feel like I experienced that too. Like I had, and I, I, I would like say that. like my my oldest interview interviewer look to me like he was like in his thirties, like, or maybe upper thirties, like with, with with a few kids or something. But like, that was, that was it. And I feel like, um, the company I'm, I'm coming from every interviewer was like in their fifties or forties because they would all, you would only interview with like leadership. Right. Exactly. You know, I, I feel the same way. And, uh, also now one important point is like, like I said before, when you have that one or two years experience, you have a different level of confidence that you did when you were first coming out of college. Yeah. That now, you know, I mean, maybe you didn't in your position for some circumstance, but I was able to, you know, work on a few things that taught me skills that now I'm like confident in those things. Yeah. And it was like for a, a person that's like only a couple of years in the industry to have that responsibility is like somewhat ahead. So like I was lucky I got put in that position. Yeah. I wasn't really qualified, but it was like for a challenge, but like coming with that, I felt like I could for my age impress the people interviewing me. So then it was like that I was making up the gap for the actual responsibilities of the position and showing that I could join it. Like I could learn it on the job and lack of technical skills, but like, yeah. You have like you're like I have tech- would, yeah, I showed yeah. that my technical skills are strong in doing what I was doing for 2 years and if I was to come here then I could learn this stuff and cuz I I did have like very little experience with each of those things just working on them for like a school project or something along those lines so Yeah. I wasn't completely like you know blind. Yeah, do you think this would be a good point to wrap it or you want to bring something else up? I don't know. I feel like I feel like we could uh, make a little announcement to our black box listeners. Um, at the time of recording of this, we're sitting together in Long Island, and oh, yeah. we're both we both currently live in Long Island, and in like what? Two and weeks. within the month, both of us are gonna be gone gone yeah and we're gonna keep this is gonna be this is gonna be something that will always always continue bro but But, at least until maybe ahmed visits for holidays or we go visit him in person we'll be remote recording indefinitely 
we are thinking about possibly moving to video at some point. Yeah, we, dude. Like a just, YouTube yeah. channel would be would be fun. We're we're just we're please reach out and let us know if you have anything that you'd be looking for. Maybe you get some type of content you get with other podcasts that you'd want to get out of us. We're trying to, you know, improve and tweak on all the small things, improving, you know, the the bi weekly posts, the preview clips, made prototype shirts with Culture Seven. I guess just sometimes, sometimes the inbox is popping. Yeah. So like, don't be scared to hit up. Yeah. Come through. We've been talking to a couple fans that have reached out through the inbox, but we want more. And uh, yeah, we're also working with, or in the process of, you know, collaborating with a bunch of other podcasts like we've done in the past in the few released episodes that we've had in uh, what throughout April and May. Yeah. So, I think uh yeah I think this will this will be a good time to wrap it up. Yeah, I think we'll wrap it up here. Just a quick little one between the two of us, a couple of important announcements and we talked about, you know, current job market and interview process for people that are interested our age trying to transition out of maybe their entry role into something a little bit better with a nice pay bump. Yeah, if you're if you're in if you're in this uh phase or if you're thinking about it and like it's like something you think you got to do it's i feel like it is difficult i would i would say it is difficult or challenging but it's a challenge that like anybody like somebody needs to get through this process and get the job you're also going to grow in the interview process itself even if you don't get any interviews because you're just going to be looking into things studying things learning a few new skills yeah and uh yeah, I mean, even if you're happy with your current position, it won't hurt just to, you know, reach out to some positions that would be like an obvious yes and a dream position for you. You can never, you know, go wrong just trying things. So yep. don't be afraid of failure. All right. Yeah. You want to send us off? All righty. You can uh, email us at blackboxsubmission at gmail.com. Uh, we did talk about how, how pop in the that inbox yeah. is so hit it up uh and then you could follow us at black box podcast no a in the black on instagram and twitter there is an a in the black on tiktok thank you very much for listening wow very much i actually just said thank you very much we're gonna we'll keep it in there thank you very much for listening wait what did you say i didn't hear you. i said thank you very much i feel like that was kind of weird no, does no, thank you very much is that no, that sounds fine. I feel like I've never actually said that out loud. Thank you very much for listening. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Peace.